everyone. Welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TV, TPFL. It is Monday. It's August 1st. It's 2022. We have nine baseball games to talk about here on today's podcast. I'm joined by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, what's happening, my friend? Nothing much. It's August, brother, which means college football is coming. NFL is coming. So much is going to converge on us at one time. So I'm, I'm really excited. Can't wait to get back in price picks, kicker mode and tackle mode. Made some good money off those props last year. So I'm really excited. Price picks typically gives us a little bit of a multiplier uh, for football. I wish they would do it for, for baseball and some of the other sports, but they just don't. But well, no, they do it for golf and they do it for disc golf. They don't do it for baseball or basketball, but that's okay. Um, There's going to be so many good things going on. Big prize pools are going to be coming for football. Excited about that. So it's just a good time, man. Good time. Yeah, I had a terrible um, prize fix weekend in the NASCAR streets. Um, That race, (laughs) I don't even know. We don't have enough time to talk about the race this past weekend, but it wasn't the best. But I had a really good weekend in um, the prize picks disc golf streets. So uh, that was fantastic. So definitely ready to get back on the baseball swing here and jump in. I mean, we got a nine gamer. Me and you are doing uh, Grinders Live with Dean later. Get to make fun of his mustache uh, together. <laughs> and so... I mean, my my thoughts for baseball don't change as much as like basketball when I do the podcast. But if you do want like the afternoon grind, um, you can check us out on Grinders Live later today. We're going to jump in and get started here. We got the Mets at the Nationals. Seven and a half total in this game. The Mets are a 255 favorite. Scherzer and Corbin facing off in this one. Tough-er matchup for Max Scherzer. But Max is Mad Max, man. This guy is just the definition of high floor, high ceiling. Um, what are your thoughts here on Scherzer going up against Washington? Well, my thoughts are he he may he may, and I'm saying may have a little bit of limited strikeout ability uh, just because of how Washington has been um, in, in terms of strikeouts. But you know, it's not like he's foreign to pitching in Washington, so I don't think the ballpark's going to affect him any. Um, generally speaking, like he pitched it, got a good portion of his career. So, uh, when you look up and down the slate, Max is still the best pitcher on this slate period. So, uh, nobody's going to, uh, try to convince you to not play Max Scherzer. Um, you know, I, he's, he's the best pitcher on the slate and, and that's what I think it comes down to. Yeah, I mean, definitely talent-wise. Um, Ceiling-wise, I mean, it's probably really close. You know, he definitely is my favorite pitcher on this slate. So, ton of interest in Max Scherzer, like you said, going into Washington. And, I mean, the lineup that they've been rolling out here recently, a little bit more strikeouts in that lineup. So, um, definitely like the spot for Scherzer. The other side of this game, we got uh, Patrick Corbin, 6,600 over there on DraftKings. Had been pitching pretty well. He'd been pitching better, um, but just got absolutely shellacked 
last time um, has allowed five earned runs or more now in three straight starts. Just he's just not striking anybody out, giving up a ton of hard contact to both sides of the plate. The Mets are worse against left-handed pitching, but I still think this is a spot I'm going to stay away from Corbin. Yeah, definitely not playing uh, Corbin here. Forget about it. All right, let's talk Mets bats. What do you like here for the Mets? Yeah, well, absolutely. You know, Pete Alonso is going to be on the list today. Even at 6,300, should, should be a really good play here. Um, you know, I, these Mets riders, man, Escobar, switch hitter, but he, he's in play. Um, Marte at 57, Mark Connor, like these guys, I'm just, I, I'm interested. Um, Mark Connor had a real good day that played against Miami on yesterday. Uh, so I, I like these guys. I, I think they're going to be just fine. Mets were one of the top stacks for me. On a, on a smaller slate. Yeah, I like the Mets here. I don't love the ballpark, but, you know, Alonzo is expensive. Marte is expensive. I like the price on Escobar, 4500 He's someone that I think is very affordable. Mark Canna at 3500 is another guy um, that I don't mind getting some exposure here to. So kind of more of like a three-man stack for me, I think, but they're kind of expensive. So if we do get a cheaper bat in the lineup and, you know, then I'm maybe potentially looking at a five-man stack here. It's Corbin. He stinks. And this is a stack that could do work. Do you have any interest in um, Washington side? No. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you could play Juan Soto against anybody. Um, I don't think anybody would, you know, tell you not to do that. Uh, he's going to be low owned on this slate too. He's fifty three hundred, which is actually a really fair price tag for Juan Soto. But I think this is a spot I'm going to stay away outside of him. Seattle at New York facing the Yankees. Nine total in this game. Yankees a one seventy five favorite. Marco Gonzalez against Domingo Herman. Uh, any interest here in Marco Gonzalez? No. Yeah, I mean Yankees just a very right-handed heavy offense um so it, it marco gonzalez has a 12 percent k rate on the season it's 12 it's under 12 percent against right-handed hitters uh gives up 36 percent hard hits he just tries to generate as many ground balls as possible this game's in yankee stadium um so he's on the road here no interest to in me in marco gonzalez and then domingo herman on the other side of this game He's thrown two starts now. He got 82 pitches in his last one against the Mets. Had a pretty solid overall outing. Um, any interest here in Herman at 6,400? I think that's what it is, Stevie. At 6,400, I think he takes some shots. Um, I'm not saying he's someone we have to load up on, but I think that's a good enough price for a guy that, I mean, what do you think, Steve? He probably gets up to 88 pitches. I would say 88.90 max, and I think that's enough at, at that price. Guy that has a little bit of strikeout upside, and you kind of look in this range in terms of who you would play. I definitely wouldn't play Corbin over him today, Corbin facing the Mets. I'm definitely not playing Zach Davies. Uh, maybe Kopech, but I doubt it. Uh, you know, Sanchez, maybe. Like, maybe, but I still think Jermon uh, is probably the best option in that cheap range. Yeah, I mean, I definitely don't mind him. Seattle's a tougher offense. You have to kind of get through, like, the top half of this lineup 
in the bottom half of this lineup, there's quite a few strikeouts. With Julio Rodriguez on the IL and Ty France banged up, um, I mean, if those two guys aren't in the lineup, well, we know Julio's not in the lineup, but if Ty France is not in the lineup, um, I, you know, this is a huge bump for a guy like Herman. So Seattle bats, I mean, with their best hitter out, Rodriguez, um, Ty France banged up. You know, I did read something that like Hanniger's getting closer, so that'd be cool. Jesse Winker is 3,100 against Herman in, in Yankee Stadium. I think he is actually viable at that price today. Um, what are your thoughts on the Seattle bats? Yeah, I definitely think Jesse Winker is too cheap. Uh, I don't think Domingo's going to get out of this unscathed. And so when you're looking at the Seattle prices and you're looking at, you know, how cheap they are, you know, there's a cheap enough piece. I mean, Eugenio Suarez is 3,700, Winker 31. Like these are value prices in Yankee Stadium, Stevie. Um, I, I think this is, I think this is a, an alternate mini stack team for sure. Like, you know, we talked about wanting to play the Mets and we're going to need cheap bats. This is part where we can get, get cheap bats in a good hitting environment. So I, I like Seattle today. Don't think they're going to score like eight runs, but um, I think it's just nailing down, you know, the one or two bats that we think are going to, going to pile on the fantasy points. So you do that and, and you're off to the races. All right, let's talk Yankees. I mean, they're a little pricey here. They get a good matchup against a low strikeout pitcher. They have a ton of power in this lineup. Um, I mean, Donaldson's under 4K. I think that is a super fair price, depending on catches. Higgs is, you know, 34. Hicks is 32. Um, if Trevino's catching, he's 3K. I mean, yeah, the Yankees righties are in a great spot here. Aaron Judge is just smashing the baseball. Will, um, not only is he one of the hottest hitters in baseball, he's just <laughs> he's probably the best power hitter in baseball um, by far this season. Yeah, for sure. And and the other thing too, Steve, is he just keeps getting it done. Like, you know, I, I'm not sure if people have been following the scores and odds, man, but one of our guys, he just pretty much plays Aaron Judge hits every day or over one and a half bases. And by God, if it doesn't work out most days, I didn't really come to fruition today. He had two walks, of course. Uh, I guess if you took the hits plus walks prop, you you came out just fine. But I'm with you, man. He's been crushing it, Steven. It's been insane. All right, we got Arizona at Cleveland. Eight and a half total in this game. The Guardians, a 130 favorite. It sounds like it's going to be Zach Davies off the IL and pitching in this one. And then Cal Quantrill for Cleveland. Zach Davies, 6,900 going up against Cleveland, coming off of the IL, hasn't pitched in over a month. I think this is an easy stay-away spot for me. Absolutely. Uh, No way I touch Zach Davies here. Kyle Quantrill, 7,200. You know, Arizona kind of in fire sale mode. Um, You know, they moved Peralta over the weekend. I'd be shocked if at the end of this week, Marte is still in an Arizona, you know, uniform. Do you have any interest here in Cal Quantrill? Interesting spot, Stevie, 7,200. I think it's reasonable. Um, Small slate, 
I think if you're multi-entering, you sprinkle him in. Um, I definitely play him over Gonzalez. Would not play him uh, over Domingo. And so that's where I think we're going to draw the line. Um, I don't think I can do it. His his upside is just so limited with yes. his lack of strikeout ability that this lineup's still good enough that I don't want to play Quantrill. Um, so let's talk about these Arizona bats. You know, Cal Quantrill, not a huge strikeout pitcher. This lineup, I mean, Peralta was a huge success in this lineup. Marte, Rojas, these guys are still McCart- McCarty. Decent Varsho, Smith, Thomas. I think it just comes down to where are these guys hitting because they're cheap and they could just potentially be like a cheaper secondary stack on this slate. Um, you know, Absolutely. just I think that's really what you're looking at here for Arizona is just try to save some money, maybe not even play like Kettle Marte at 4,900 and just, you know, commit to the cheap bats and just, you know, use those guys. Absolutely. I mean, I love that plan. I'm even Christian Walker at 35. Like, I mean, it's, it's insane really that these guys continue to be incredibly cheap. Um, Clearly, clearly not one of the best teams in baseball, but they're, they're, they're respectable in terms of, you know, what they can get done at the plate on, on a lot of days. So uh, I think if I had to take one guy, uh, it's probably going to be Varsho at 3,600. I think I'm just going to go with the platoon advantage here. Um, you know, he gets fantasy points. You just have to hope that uh, this is one of those days where he can, uh, can can be really dialed in here in Cleveland, um, and, and should be should be okay against Quantrill. But these lefties, I, I, I'm in. Cleveland side. Oh boy. I mean, I mean, obviously Ramirez is just a fantastic play Oof. going up against Zach Davies. 5,800, Steve. Cheaper yeah. than Judge, cheaper than Alonzo. Whew. You know, if Naylor's in the lineup, he's someone that I really like. Quan is someone that is just consistently getting on base. Um, but there's two names that I really want to mention because of their price, and that's Nolan Jones. He's 3,100. And Framil Reyes against Zach Davies is 2,700. And I know... Steve. He hasn't done much this season, Will, but we know we know the power that Reyes has. But Stevie, we've been talking about this. Like guys at this price against Dave, like this is the spot to take take a shot, right? And I want to stack Cleveland anyway today. So you're absolutely going to play Jose Ramirez. You're absolutely probably going to play Stephen Kwan, and then you know you may even play Rosario if Naylor's in. You're going to play him. But Stevie, my goodness, Fran Mill Reyes, 2,700, absolute misprice. And he's actually picked up more fantasy points here recently than he has feels like all season. So I, I'm i in. Um, this is a good spot. Probably going to strike out two times, but I'll take the two strikeouts for my 14 points for my home run on DK. Like, give it to me. Uh, I'm in. Yep. No, I'm, I'm with you, man. Um all right, so we got Detroit at Minnesota. No total in this game. It sounds like it's going to be Scoble going up against Aaron Sanchez. Um, any interest here in Scoble against Minnesota? Uh, 
Um, he's not the worst player in the world, for what it's worth. I just don't know which school ball is going to show up. Um, definitely wouldn't play him in single entry. Only reserve for mass multi-entry for me will Mr. Tariq Scooball enter any, any lineups. I mean, they got what, four or five really good right-handed hitters, especially against left-handed pitching. Um, what is it? Buxton, Correa, Miranda, and Garlic all hit left-handed pitching really well. So, and like Polanco over the years has just been a guy that, you know, puts the ball in play and doesn't strike out a ton against lefties. So, well, honestly, it's just going to come down to ownership. Um, if he's popular, it's probably an easy stay away from me. Um, if he's not popular, I mean, he has some of the better upside on the slate. This is one of a few guys on the slate that can put up 30 plus fantasy points in any matchup. So yeah, ownership play for me. Um, Aaron Sanchez on the other side, he's 7,100. He hasn't pitched in the bigs. Uh, was it May? I think the last time, um, if I remember correctly. Any interest here in Aaron Sanchez? Against Detroit? I mean, come on. The answer is no. I, I can't do it. <laughs> Typically it would be a yes, Stevie, but I, I can't play Sanchez. I, I don't know what type of performance we're going to get. No need to waste any spaces here, even though he's 7,100. Like, just forget about it. Yeah, I mean, started the season with uh, Washington, started seven games, 16 strikeouts in 31 innings, um, a 1.76 whip, 11% K rate, just not missing bats at all. Listen, I would think about playing just about anybody against Detroit, but I don't think Aaron Sanchez is going to make the cut today. Um, this lineup's terrible. They're by far the worst team in baseball against trying to pitching, and it's really not that close. Um, it's just I don't think I could play Sanchez. But, like, on the flip side, like, I don't really want to play any Detroit bats. There's just no oh, man. upside Stevie. in this lineup. Stevie, I know, but, I mean – I'm willing to risk it today on a small slate against Aaron Sanchez, who hasn't pitched in a while. Like that, that's really all it is, Stephen. I, I do this against anyone. It's kind of a um, I don't want to say an unwritten rule, but guys coming off the IL, I, I just want to test and see if they're right, Stevie. If they are, okay, great. I don't win that day. But if they're not, and I'm able to um, you know, get get uh Get, get a few few home runs out of it or get some singles and doubles and a, and a pile of runs in an inning, like I'll take it. I'm actually interested in Detroit today just for that reason, the Aaron Sanchez off the IL effect. I am more likely to play Sanchez than Detroit Bats. <laughs> I, <think> that, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Candelario is 3,200. He's been hitting the ball well um, over the last couple of weeks. Maybe I take a shot on him. Maybe I just play them as like a cheaper secondary type of play because they are just ridiculously cheap, but I don't want to play them. Um, the Minnesota side, I mean, if Skull, if Scoble is popular, I could see rolling out a Buxton, Correa, Garlic, Miranda type of three-man, like picking three of those four guys. 
and stacking against a chalky pitcher because all four of those guys crush left-handed pitching. Um, so Scoble is not like an elite ace yet. And I say yet because, I mean, the talent is obviously there. What are your thoughts on the Minnesota bets? Um, I don't mind taking a couple shots for power. I, I don't want to stack them. Uh, and I know that sounds crazy, but if Scooball is going to get rocked, he, he's going to give up some runs. But I think, you know, you take a shot on Buxley, you take a shot on uh, Correa, uh, so forth and so on. Uh, don't don't want to stack them, but I, I will take some shots. Baltimore at Texas. Watkins going up against John Gray. Eight total in this game. The Rangers are 175 favorites. Any interest here in Watkins? Oh, man. It's really weird, man, the situation with Texas. Like, I feel like uh, they're a much better team than than maybe what, what meets the eye here. Watkins has been okay this season in, in small bursts, but I, I don't think I can do it today. I think he gets a pass. I think he's viable in tournaments today. He is someone that can put up 19 plus 20 plus fantasy points. Um, my pit, the, the pitch count, I think, is the biggest concern with me. But I mean, he's 5,900. We, we've already talked about like the Yankees are in such a great spot. You know, we're, we're going to want to spend up for them a little bit. Um, so I think Spencer Watkins is like viable today. There are, there's a ton of strikeouts in this Texas lineup. There's some good bats too. I'm not just saying like, Oh, but it's also a bump too. If like Seager continues to be out of the lineup with the, with the leg injury. So watch that, pay attention to that. Uh, John Gray, 9,700. We've seen the resurgence of John Gray this year. Uh, this is a very talented pitcher that we knew it was there. He's healthy. He has a 27% K rate on the season. Baltimore has strikeouts in this lineup. Um, what are we doing here with John Gray today? Yeah, I don't hate John Gray. I mean, a bit of a, a discount um, from, from Scherzer in a better matchup. Uh, I, I definitely think Gray is viable here. Uh, he's probably, in my opinion, the, the the best pitcher on the next step down. Like Andrew Haney has strikeout stuff, but Andrew Haney could walk a bunch of guys or give up a lot of hits. Uh, you know, so a lot of these other guys are in worse matchups. Um, and I will say Nathan Eovaldi getting down to 7,600, even though we haven't made it there, is tempting. Just hasn't looked good coming off the I.L., Definitely think John Gray for the price is probably our best option today uh, on the slate. Nothing against that. And that's why I said Scherzer is the best pitcher on the slate. John Gray, definitely, I think, the most bang for the buck here. Yeah, I like the upside for John Gray in this matchup a lot. Um, I really don't have interest in the Baltimore bats today. Is there something that I'm missing here? I don't think so. Um and look, they're probably going to score a run or two, but I'm not expecting much production from this team. Any interest here in the Texas side? So 
I'm not really into Watkins. You know, Nate Lowe, I don't mind. Um, you know, my boy Josh Smith, I, I, I don't mind him either. Um, God, if Seager's in, man, this, this is going to totally change things. Like, if Seager's in, like, I think you stack Texas, Stevie. If he's in, I think I think the stack is in full effect. They're still cheap enough. Um, you know, nobody's over 5K, so I, I'm in on a Texas stack for sure. Garcia is someone that I really like in this spot. Watkins has been reverse splits, and this guy has a 225 ISO against right-handed pitching, a lot of hard contact. So I have a ton of interest in him and maybe Marcus Simeon. If Seager plays, then maybe I'm looking at a three-man. If not, it's probably one-offs um, for me on the Texas side today. Kansas City at Chicago taking on the White Sox. Eight and a half total in this game. White Sox, a 170 favorite. Brad Keller going up against Michael Kopech. Uh, any interest here in Keller at 6,800? Uh, I don't think I want to play Keller today facing the White Sox. I just not a good mix, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, the talent level is there for the White Sox. Outside of that, they've just been absolutely struggling this year um, to put it together. But I don't think this is a spot that I want to play. Keller, um, what are your thoughts here on Kopech at 7K at home against Kansas City? The price is good. Um, he was 6,800 against Colorado and had an okay start. Um, facing Kansas City, who's not – they're still not awful in terms of the K rates. Uh, I think it's worth investing in, in mass multi-entry stuff. At 7K, I'm willing to roll the dice. But outside of that, I, I wouldn't play him in single entry. I mean, Witt left the game Sunday, uh, Bobby Witt Jr., and I highly doubt he plays in this game from what I was reading. Perez is back, and, I mean, that's one big power bat that you add, but – it also adds strikeouts and low walks because, I mean, Perez either hits the ball hard or strikes out. And if if Bobby Witt Jr. is not in there, it's definitely going to add some more strikeouts in this lineup. Um, no Ben Nintendi adds more strikeouts to this lineup. So as much as I don't want to, I have some interest here in Kopech at 7K. The talent is there. He just hasn't shown it. I mean, he just really has <laughs> had a rough season. I mean, his best, one of his best starts this season was his last time out in course. Um, so that's saying <laughs> that a lot. should tell you all you need to know. Yeah, um, he did have he, a good start against the Dodgers, which you know we understand was a fluke. And, and then guess what, Steve? He had a good start against the Yankees. A good start against Cleveland. He just shows up against good teams. A good start against Minnesota. I figured it out. We just need to play him against all the good teams, and he'll dominate. These crappy teams just fade him. And Colorado has been good this season, which is, an, I mean, unbelievable, really, Steve. And then it gets Detroit, he goes out and does nothing. Unbelievable. Um, Kansas City Bats, anything that you like here for the Royals? Uh, I, nothing specifically, Steve. I do think, you know, uh, Sal Perez is 4,600. Like, you can always take a shot on, you know, power guys. You know, Sal Perez hit another home run on, on the previous slate. Um, you know, but outside of that, I, I don't see anything that's like, oh, you know, that's must play or have to play. 
Um, Whit Merrifield at 4,200 is cheap, I think. Um, so you can always play him, but you know, nothing that, that stands out completely. On the White Sox side of things, I mean, Keller is hittable. He really is. Um, low strikeouts to both sides of the plate. He's a hittable pitcher. So, like, if you want to, if you want to play the talent and just ignore the numbers, I mean, the White Sox are one of those teams where you just kind of stack and you hope the the hope the team shows up. Um, I don't really have anything else to add. Yep, stacking the White Sox, letting it ride. All right, moving on here. We got three more games. We got the Red Sox at Houston taking on the Astros. This game has an eight total. The Astros, a 190 favorite. Eovaldi against Garcia. Nathan Eovaldi, um, three bad starts in a row now. And he's faced three tough teams in a row, getting the Yankees, the Blue Jays, and the Guardians. <laughs> the Astros aren't easier. <laughs> I know. Uh, you know, it, it's just it's just one of those times where you're a pitcher and you're in a you're just in a bad run and to get right um opponent wise. So it's tough for me to want to play Yavaldi here at 76 against this offense. Yeah, I um Yavaldi is the X, man. I, I just I can't. I, I can't. The question in this game for me, Will, is do we take a shot on Garcia's talent and strikeout ability on a on a nine-game slate? So, yeah, when it comes to Garcia, I mean, the strikeout stuff uh, – should be there. Boston, you know, a bit watered down, I, I, I would call it, you know, until until a lot of these guys get back. Uh, Kiki, Rushnard is still out. You know, Dever's still out. Trevor Story is still out. So I, I think he, I think he'll have some strikeouts now. You know, Boston's not a cupcake team, but uh, I still think he he's able to, to, to put a few in there. Uh, at 8,600, I think, you know, I think he's fairly priced for the slate. Um, You know, if he gets you 20 to 25 points, I think you're okay with it for this one. Yeah, I mean, the Red Sox lineup right now is banged up. It's not even close to your normal Red Sox lineup. Um, Garcia is a great tournament play if you want to take some shots. You know, 20, was it 27% Ks on the season? He has the upside. He's pitching at home. Um, I think you can take a shot on him in tournaments. And it, honestly, like looking at the Red Sox lineup right now, as far as the bats are concerned, maybe some one-offs of like Xander Bogarts and maybe a little bit of J.D. Martinez because J.D. Martinez is like 4,300. But overall, um, just not a ton of interest here in the Red Sox for me. Yeah, same. Listen, Eovaldi has been really struggling recently um and gets another tough matchup here i think a houston stack is very viable today yeah that, that's it stevie like i'm not you know this is a groundbreaking analysis but he's been bad he's faced a lot of good teams he's been bad and now he faced another good team and he's been bad like it's for the same reason i want to play detroit uh against sanchez which i know 
on that one, you're going to cite more with Sanchez, but um, I definitely think a Houston stack is viable. I mean, you've got so many weapons here. Uh, my boy, Michael Brantley, man, I, I can't wait until he gets back. Um, but Alvarez, 6,200, it's worth it. Um, Bregman, 4,600, it's worth it. Like if, if he's going to make a ton of mistakes and get rocked, just, just pile on the Houston bats. All right. We got Colorado at San Diego taking on Padres. Seven and a half total in this one. Padres, a 225 favorite. Sensatella against Clevenger. Uh, any interest here in Sensatella? Negative. Yeah. Low strikeout pitcher. No real interest. Listen, I've had, I've done a fair share this year of playing pitchers against San Diego, but I don't think that Sensatella is a guy that i want to do it with um he's sitting at like a 13 percent k rate on the season the other side we got uh clevenger here you know clevenger seven innings last time out against detroit pitch really well will it just he didn't have big strikeout stuff in that detroit matchup which is kind of weird um any interest here in clevenger at 8300 going up against the rockies I think if you do, Stevie, um, you're doing it based on, in my opinion, previous upside over years past. Like he hasn't been consistent enough this season for really for me to warrant playing him against Colorado. Uh, Colorado's been a good team um, in terms of hitting and limiting, you know, limiting strikeouts overall. I. I think I'm going to pass on Clevenger today. He's one that I'm definitely going to be looking at, um, especially like in the prop game. Right. If they roll out a very right-handed heavy lineup, he's very good against right-handed hitters. Um, so for me right now, I think Clevenger is in my mind, and I want to see what the lineup looks like. And Honestly, it come out pretty close to lock because this is a nine forty Eastern game. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I want to see what the lineup looks like for Clevenger. Definitely have some interest, and in, honestly, I don't even really like the Rockies bats. You know, Chris Bryant's banged up right now. A lot of right-handed power in this lineup, and not a ton of lefties to really take advantage of Clevenger. Uh, so, I think I'm going to pass on the Rockies here. Yeah, understood. Uh, any interest for you in the San Diego side here? Yeah, absolutely. Sensatella is a gas can. Uh, pile it up. Give me Manny. You know, uh, give me Cronenworth, 4,300, Stevie. Love that price on him. Uh, even Profar at 39. I don't hate it. Grisham, Trent Grisham, 3,100. Alfaro, I, I'm pretty sure Alfaro will, will catch today, 3,500. 3, That's borderline cheap catcher alert. I, 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 like, I like San Diego a, a great deal. Yeah, I mean, Mazzara, depending if he's in the lineup, he's 2,300. Uh, Luke Voigt, another cheap guy. I mean, the Padres are cheap here. So they're another one of those, like, value stacks that you could look at on this slate. Uh, we got the Dodgers 
and the Giants to finish this off here. Seven and a half total. The Dodgers a slight 135 favorite. We got Heaney going up against Logan Webb. Any interest here in Andrew Heaney? Um, I think he's too expensive, Stevie. Um, just coming back, I mean, do we think he gets to 80 pitches? Probably. Um, I don't think I can play him, though. Yeah. It's just my my biggest concern with Heaney is the Giants will platoon so many right-handed hitters against him. And over the years, Heaney's been great against lefties and he's struggled with, you know, righties. So if we knew he was going to get 100 pitches here, maybe we take some shots um, because of his strikeout ability. But I think this is a spot at 9,500. It's just an easy stay away spot for me. And Logan Webb's a good pitcher, but he's facing the the Dodgers. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to overthink this spot either. I don't want to play a right-handed pitcher against the the Dodgers. Yeah, I, forget it. I'm not I'm not messing around with Logan Webb, man. And, and nothing against him. This just isn't the spot. And you know, he he did go six innings against this team the last time it only had two k's i clearly clearly i think he could pick up you know three or four k's but um dodgers could easily get to him here so i'm 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 not playing logan Webb. as far as bats go here for the dodgers logan webb's a massive ground ball guy so if i'm targeting the dodgers it's gonna be like lamb um bellinger Smith types of plays. They're big fly ball hitters. So just because I don't like Logan Webb doesn't mean I'm going to stack the Dodgers in this spot. Um, they're not my favorite team today. Yeah. Totally get it. I I, I think you just went off of these guys. Um, but all in all, I'm with you. I don't want to play Webb. Kind of it's almost kind of how the game went the last time, Stevie. Like Logan Webb had zero upside, and the Dodgers did not light him up. He had five hits, gave up one run, four walks. Um, now, clearly, you know, four walks in this game and five hits can lead to eight runs. You know what I mean? Um, but all in all, that that's how it's been. So I, I, I'm fading Webb. All right. Uh, oh, do you have any interest in the Giants' bets? <sighs> Negative. Yeah, I don't think I'm bad. I want this game just to kind of be low scoring, <laughs> honestly. Um, not a lot standing out to me in this game. I, I will say, like, with Jock Peterson being on the IL, maybe we don't see as much platoon for a guy like Slater or Ruff. Um, you know, Joey Bart's 2,700 against the lefty. He has big time power. But, I mean, the platoon is just the thing that bothers me so much. Um, sometimes you only get two at bats for some of these guys. Yep, absolutely. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we will get out of here. Favorite pitcher under 8K to get six or more strikeouts today? Um, I think I'm going to go with Domingo. Uh, I like I like him today, 6400. Um, that that's where that's where I'm planting my flag. I'm going to go Kopech. 
Over 8K to score under 15. Who is your bust today? Uh, give me... There's a lot of options today, Stevie. I'm going to go with someone that I think... Give me a... Uh, no, sorry. Over 8K. Give me Andrew Haney. All right. I'm going to go Logan Webb. We're both kind of hoping for a scoring game in that one. So we'll see. Um, Over 4K to hit a home run. Who do you got today? So many options here as well, Stevie. I'm going to sit on my boy, Jose Ramirez, man. 5,800 going against Davies. I like that one. I'm going to go Jordan Alvarez against struggling Nathan Eovaldi. Uh, under 4K to get two hits. There's a bunch of them today. There's plenty of uh, cheap bats on this slate, that's for sure. I think this is definitely a slate you can pay up for two pitchers and be very happy with your lineups. I can dig it. Well, who you got? You got you to gotta take a guy under 4K to get two hits. I know. <laughs> so it's a lot, man. I... Uh... Give me – I'm going to go a little off the board here. Give me Jerson Profar against Antonio Cinzatella. All right. I like that one. I'm going to go Luke Voigt um, going up against Cinzatella. We're on the same page there. Uh, stack to score six or more runs today. I'm torn here, but I'm going to go Cleveland against uh, against Davies coming back off the IDL. All right. I think I don't want to say I don't want to say Yankees. Um, give me Houston. I'm not going to say Yankees, but I'll say Houston. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Will, any uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, I enjoyed the show, man. Uh, Nine-game slate, uh, getting closer and closer to extreme multiple sports going on at one time. Just enjoy the ride, folks, and, and hopefully we can keep uh, helping you guys make some money. Thanks, Stevie, as usual, for uh, allowing me to come on with you, man, and, and try to do my part to contribute and help these folks. It's always fun. It's always a blast. Um that is going to wrap it up here for Monday's podcast. Again, Will and I will be on Grinders Live with Dean later today, 5, five Eastern. Yeah, 5 Eastern. Um, so check that out. Also, if you haven't already, rotorgrinders.com slash Discord. Get in there. Check out the prop shop, Chiefs prop shop. That is um, absolutely crushing it. I know... I was working on some NASCAR stuff Friday and the discord channel absolutely smashed PGA. Um, I don't know if you got in oh, on that. Oh gosh. It, it was, was, if people didn't participate, look, I, I, in fact, Denocula, I don't know if he, he may have missed one play. I think he had like a 90, it was like a 99% hit rate that day. So pretty much everything hit. It, it was, it didn't get much better than that. 
I had four 10 X's, so I was wild. I was very, or they were, they were 11 X's. They yes. weren't even 10 X's. They were 11. And there, there were some 12.5s in there too. So, um, yeah. So if you're not taking advantage of that, I know they got some, I mean, they got everything going on. You know, there's been some people that have been smashing like WNBA and stuff like that. So check out chief's prop shop. He's always posted in there as well. So Hope everyone has a great Monday. We'll be back tomorrow talking more baseball. Good luck. We'll see you then.